Welcome, everybody, to Nightlight. We have Ken Quiethawk to thank for that amazing introduction. Um, he and his wife are Native Storytellers, so their website is nativestorytellers.com. And I highly encourage you to check it out because their stories are amazing. They, they carry history through time. And verbal history is something that is really in, a thing of the past these days. So it's amazing to make a connection to it and hear from our ancestors, among other people. Um, just a brief note that um, we do have a show again tomorrow night at 9 o'clock with Ross Hamilton. So check us out then if you have time or inclination. And, of course, our shows are all up on YouTube, and you can get there from the website barbaradelong.com or go right to uh, YouTube and look for Barbara DeLong, and there we are. And there are close to 200 shows there now. So we are, we are getting up into triple digits significantly. So there's a lot to choose from. Very eclectically oriented. So there's a little bit for just about everybody. Just about. Um, Mark has an amazing guest tonight. And it's somebody that, that uh, I'm looking forward to listening to because this new technology, the 5G, is something that I've heard a lot about but to be honest with you, don't know a great deal about. And his guest tonight, Carolyn, um, is is definitely an expert on it. So I'm going to bring Mark in, and he can tell you more about it. Evening, Mark. How are you doing? I'm fine, Barbara. How are you? I am hanging in there. Good. Yeah, and I believe, um, we have, I, do, I believe we have Carolyn here, too. Want me to open her mic? Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Let's br- uh, bring Carolyn on, and we'll get I'm to here. Noreen in just a second. All right. There yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Yay! Okay. I'm, on, yeah. I'm on the phone, though. Is that okay? It's just fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we haven't done a uh, show that is. APSA, well, maybe last week with uh, Steve Asher and his warnings about all the paranormal activity in western Kentucky, but uh, yeah, maybe tonight is our first real uh, uh, PSA, um, and I need to thank uh, Willie Miranda uh, you know, from uh, the Paradigm Matrix uh at our uh, good friends at um, KCOR for for facilitating uh, the production of our show tonight. Thank you, Willie. And um, during uh, recent sporting events, I've seen these uh, commercials advertising, you know, we're using uh, 5G technology, uh, so so you need to go out and buy our, our product. So you got to buy it. Uh, you know, you're cutting edge now. But what did you just really buy? So tonight's show is going to focus on what is this 5G technology, and you know, to help us delve into this uh, technology, uh, Noreen Helphand, uh, you know, the host of Freedom Slips uh, Wild at Heart is someone who has also been studying 5G, and she's co-hosting with me. So, uh, 
Hi, Noreen. How are you? Hi, Hi Mark. Thank Good. you guys for having me on. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, this is great. And you know, our guest is uh, Carolyn LaRocque, and she is an environmental biologist, and she works with the New Hampshire State Commission to educate communities on 5G. Uh, she has a YouTube channel where she presents her fascinating research, and you, you can find uh, her, her YouTube channel under Carolyn, uh, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N, LaRock, L-A-R-O-C-Q-U-E. So you, you can go to YouTube, uh, type in her name, and get, get some really fascinating uh uh, videos. So, uh, welcome, Carolyn. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. So, um, you know, Carolyn, let's you know just kind of uh, you know this is a uh, new topic for Nightlight. Um, I'm not a expert on it you you are uh you know we're going to hear noreen's story in a little bit you know she's been studying it as well but uh, um maybe just give us a you know, just a general overview of what is 5g and you know as the evening progresses we're going to get into you know a, a lot more detail but you know, just tell, tell the audience just like basically what it is Sure. Um, basically, 5G stands for the fifth generation of wireless telecommunication. And what makes this different is that it is, it's actually um, microwave technology that was developed by DARPA. And if you don't know what that is, it stands for the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. And um, it falls under the Directed Energy Weapons um, category, and that's how it's used by our military. And it was never um, previously considered for a public uh, communication uh, platform because it's really not that reliable. The signals are so um, high frequency. They travel super fast, um, but they don't go for long distances. So in order to make it work, you have to have this really dense grid of antenna systems um, in order to maintain the signal. And on top of that, they're extremely hazardous. So that's why everyone is so up in arms is why are they using this technology when for decades they've known they could use it for certain um, short signals really quick and whatnot. But now, why are they using it now when it's so hazardous to people and the environment and wildlife? And it's not even a great reliable uh, method of telecommunications for people anyways. If you're, if you're a device, it's great. It really does allow devices to talk um, really quickly uh, with each other. But when it comes to people, it just doesn't seem to make sense and uh, not really need it. So that's kind of, I guess, the quickest mm. overview of the, uh, the you know, health hazards concerns and uh, you know, why we're kind of questioning this forced deployment that we're going through right now with the FCC. Okay, so where is the technology usually found? Uh, in 
microwaves? Well, I think we all pretty much know microwaves are used for cooking anyway. That yeah, the some cooking. people still yes, yeah, some people still use them, and that's kind of uh, you know the the primary public source of using microwaves. Of course, we all know the the military uses them in all sorts of weapons and other you know high tech uh, industries. I'm sure for maybe manufacturing and and other purposes, medical of course. Um, but you know, speaking of cooking, that's pretty much what it does to your body. You know, if, if you're in the way of a microwave beam, it's literally, um, you know, the first thing that happens is your sweat cells um, boil. I mean, you literally feel like you're on fire. And um, so, one of the uh, directed energy weapon systems that is commonly used is called active denial system, and that is uh, a crowd control system, basically. It can be used as a, a different type of weapon, um, but for crowd control, they have it set at um, a certain frequency and with a certain power, and it it you can't stand there in in the beam. It makes you feel like you're on fire, and it definitely will move a crowd of people off the street because it'll be so uncomfortable and in pain. Um, so you know, I, I don't really get why. The FCC is forcing it, but I have a bunch of theories I hope to talk to you about later. Okay. Uh, Carolyn, um, hi. I wanted to ask you, uh, this is Noreen, um, do you you happen to know where the majority of these 5G towers are placed? Now, I want to interject about this because I was watching some videos about the um, 5G transmission, you know, devices, and I did see one um, not long ago near a hospital, and I think it's a cylinder placed on the pole of a light pole on a street, like a street light. Uh-huh. And yeah. I, I mean, that might be one form, but do you know if those are the most common types of, quote, transmitters sure. or are there other right. kinds of towers that we don't see and so forth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, the cylinder type, those are called RAND domes, R-A-N-D, um, and the, they're pretty popular because they give you a 365-degree um, beam, you know, they can direct the beam in 365 degrees, or 360 degrees around the pole. So no matter where you're standing around the pole, they'll, you will ha- you'll be able to get a signal from it. And, um, but, yeah, they come in a bunch of different... Um, Styles depending on what they're going to be mounted on and depending on the carrier. So each carrier may have three or four different designs that they use depending on where they're going to be placed. And the way the whole grid works is you're going to have satellites. Believe it or not, there are 20. There's going to be at least 20,000 satellites um, used in low Earth orbit to cover areas that are not that are more like rural where, you know, there's not a lot of uh, town development and whatnot and structures like that to put things on. So they're going to start with that, and it's going to come down. Um, you're going to have macro towers, which are which can be like the existing cell towers that you see now, the, the tall ones, and they'll use a higher uh, power supply to get the frequency down to the next level, so there'll be some lower macro towers that are about the, the height of a utility pole or on a rooftop or something like that. And then from those type of macro towers, the signal will then connect with the small cell um, 
locations where that would be directly on the utility poles um, themselves as well, of the cable lines, your cell phone, sometimes on external um, buildings and intersections, street lights. If you've noticed, um, there's a lot of new street lights going in all over, and they have those little mm-hmm. nodes. A lot, a lot of times they're blue, and they just have a little node on top. And those are small cell technology as well. And things as small as, oh, I don't know, like the size of your mouse that for your computer, the size of your mouse can be a small cell, and it could be located anywhere. You might never see it. Um, but then from those smaller cells, then signal goes directly to your cell phone and your car and wherever, whatever other, um, you know, little uh, smart yeah, devices no, um, are around. Smart, yeah, smart smart appliances that they want everybody to can to buy and purchase and put right. in their homes, whether it be refrigerators, coffee makers, and so on and right. so forth. Yeah. And, and you have to have a, um, well, I guess most of the cable boxes now in your home are 5G ready, but then you also, if you're going to have smart devices in your home, you need a, a 5G router. And so most of the routers and the cable boxes these days are already 5G ready, same with most cars. And so, you know, that, that's really the problem is, you know, you're going to be in a smart city or at least on a smart street. You won't be able to avoid coming in contact with these um, microwave beams. And so that's really the problem that most people like me have is you, you don't have the option to opt out of it. You, you know, you're, you don't get a say in it. And if you look at it back, you know, from World War II era, honestly, it's, it's in violation of the Nuremberg Code. And the Nuremberg Code says that if you're, you, you're not allowed to be experimented on or um, have anything like that done to you without your full knowledge and full understanding of side effects, consequences, whatever. And, you know, because this whole system has never been tested on a large scale, um, you know, it is, in my opinion, it's a huge experiment, and we're all the guinea pigs. And I don't see how this can be allowed. It's like a crime against humanity. Okay, Carolyn, uh, so if you, know, you leave your home to you know you have a destination downtown for you know, uh, you know what whatever you need to do and you're on your road your route to your destination takes you down uh, you know a couple smart streets what happens to you as you pass all the you know, little uh, you know, street lights that have the gadgets on them or in, in the building how much like uh, of this you know, these waves are, are you being exposed to at every like uh, stoplight well to be honest that is the real problem right there because nobody knows. Um, I've gone around and, and used my detector and, and tested different areas, but that's part of the reason that most of the scientists are so out of uh, upset about it is because there is no um, plan to have any type of regular monitoring done to, con- to, to be able to confirm that, just what is the exposure. So they, they can't even tell you that, and that's why we're all saying it can't be allowed because they don't really know 
there's been no long-term studies or even real-time studies where, you know, they've done that. It's not even documented. And, and the reason they haven't done it is because they know if they do, it's going to overexpose everybody. That's the real issue right there is that, that there is no way that they can uh, ensure the safety that, of everybody. And even the phone manufacturers themselves know this now. And like Nokia, uh, like Nokia, Motorola actually, their first 5G phone coming out has a special, um, they, the, uh, the antenna inside the phone, there's multiple antennas. So they're going to be on each edge of the phone as well as the front and the back. And the reason they're doing that is because um, they know that having your uh, hand, uh, your hand will block the signal for your phone. And because it's blocking the signal, the microwaves are being absorbed by your hand. And they know that that's hazardous. Mm. So they have the phone designed that if one, if the, one of the antennas is blocked, it will automatically go to another antenna somewhere around the other side of the phone or whatever until it gets a clear signal so that they're trying to protect people's hands. So that should be enough in, your, in itself to tell you you don't want to hold the darn phone. I mean, it's obviously hazardous, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're going to be exposed. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, whether you like it or not, as, as we were saying. Um, Carolyn, what, um, what do you think is the purpose with the, along the lines of 5G in terms of tracking people and data mining? I'm assuming it makes it easier, faster on their end, whoever they are trying to track us. What is your yeah. opinion about that? Yeah, that was one of the reasons why um, I think that, you know, there's a few different reasons why the FCC is, is really fast tracking this and, and skipping all of the health concerns, you know, that people are, and scientists are bringing up. But it's, it, it's partly market-driven um, because one of the huge goals is them is they, they know that they're going to make billions. And, and they even said this, um, Tom Wheeler even said this when he first announced what was going on and that 5G was going to be fast-tracked in this country. And there's a couple reasons commercially that are important to know is, is yes, the Internet of Things is going to allow data mining of you and everything you touch, like, on steroids. I mean, if you think you're being data mined now with, you know, the Google, you know, popping up, you know, ads to you but whenever you search for a certain product and then all of a sudden you're seeing ads for those products pop up everywhere, um, it's going to be way worse than that because not only is it going to be about things that you buy or look at and that, that sort of thing, but it's going to be your very biometrics. I mean, everything, especially if your house is smart. Um, it's, they're going to know exactly what medicines you're taking. They're going to know everything about you. So that's one reason. But I think the other, another reason that it's fast-tracking um, here right now is because China already has 5G and, and some 6G, believe it or not. And um, they have a microchip called um, Huawei, whereas we over here have one called Qualcomm. Probably would have been slower developing our 5G systems here uh, if it weren't for China. And I really believe, and I've read a lot of, of this in tech and um, uh, government type uh, journals, as well as hearing other people talking about it um, in our industry, but they were concerned that if, if we don't 
step up and get our 5G systems up and running here, that the market demand, the us, the end users, are so addicted to our devices and they want the latest technology that China was going to be able to technologically invade our country and that their microchips and whatnot will be here in our systems instead of our own. And that's a huge security risk. And also, um, you know, they could end up subjugating our, our population because they're going to have all the data and our government will not. So China will have all of your data that's mined instead of our government. And, of course, then they would be the dominant superhero, superhero yeah, superpower on the, uh, on the planet in terms of industry and commercial, mark, you know, all of that money that comes in. Um, yeah, it could really be devastating. So I understand that. But does that, does that uh, you know, negate the health and environmental concerns? Because who cares about who's the biggest and has the most money if the, if the food chain is broken and, and everything on the planet dies? Who cares about the money, you know? <laughs> Right. Anyway. Yeah, I wanted to add really quickly, Mark, to Carolyn about that point because if if anybody, be it the Chinese that you just mentioned, thinks that they're gaining out of this, they will lose just alongside with the rest of humanity in engaging in this high level of manipulation of technology. Right. They're not winners either. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if you've ever seen. Um, I can't remember the the website, but uh, you know, China has this kind of. Um, Oh, what's it called? Um, it's like a social social programming thing going on uh, over there. Social credit. Um, social credit. Social credit. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. I haven't looked at that in a while. But yeah, I mean that sort of thing. I mean, already we're we're seeing with our social media, you know, the peer pressure and different things going on that mm-hmm. has really changed the mentality of the younger generation, and you know. Talk about government control. I mean, they can really rate you like our credit scores, but it's social scores, uh, you know, because you're not performing or doing or participating or whatever it is they want you to do. And, um, you know, so that's a whole other issue, that that there. I mean, already we have TV and different things that are, that are um, you know, manipulating us and, and kind of socially programming us, if you will, but I think this is going to be a whole nother level because they're going to know everything about you, you know? When, you know, uh, you know, Barbara and I do some of, you know, our show prep, you know, might say something like, I heard about the, you know, uh, this guy's new book and, uh, you know, he might go to, you know, Amazon, you know, see see what other uh, uh, books uh, this person ha- has written, and you know, next next time you go back to Amazon, you know, there's like maybe two or three samples of you know this uh, author's uh, books just suddenly uh, uh, appears on on there and. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's recommended it, it, for you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, right. You know, I, I, other than you know, when I heard the, heard this guy on someone's show uh, last night, never never heard of him before then, but you know, all, all of a sudden he's uh, you know, 
three recommendations of his books, you know, just for you. Uh, mm-hmm. he, you know, he, uh, you know, people are t- seeing where you go on, you know, all, all these different uh, websites. But um, is is that really becoming the trend of you know how? Things are going. Uh, products are going to be marketed to you, and you know, where where's all this uh, data being stored in the first place? Is it being sold to uh, uh, companies? Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, every single thing that you buy going forward is going to have an RFID attached to it, and so that's another reason why they're having satellites because they'll be able to track everything just like they can track your credit card now, you know, wherever you travel, that sort of thing. They'll be able to track every single product you buy and know where you've gone, you know, or where your stuff has gone. I mean, it's just it's just going to be over the top an invasion of privacy to a level that we can't even comprehend yet because it's, you know, we just aren't thinking along those lines. You know, we're, we're everyone is so addicted to their devices and, all these fabulous new things that we'll be able to do because of 5G and all that. Um, you know, so they're not really, uh, when they're marketing, of course, they're marketing the the really cool side of, of the speed and some of the techno- technological things that we'll be able to, to come about of it. But they're just not making it safe. I mean, that's the whole point. They're like jumping ahead um, at the sacrifice of everybody's health. And, you know, there's just things about it that are that are so wrong on so many levels. I mean, the signal is, um, yes, it's, it's the smallest, fastest frequency in, in the spectrum, um, you know, but it, it can be blocked by rain or even fog and trees and buildings. So, like, that's why I'm saying they're going to have to have these antennas everywhere. And really the best solution for everybody in terms of, health and safety, speed and privacy and security would be just to um, run the fiber optic cables directly to the end users and have everything hardwired. It's the safest thing on so many levels. It's safe for our bodies, for the environment, for security, you know. Um, It's just, it makes no sense to have so many things that don't need to be wireless, wireless, you know. I've gone through and hardwired everything in my house. I don't, I don't, other than my cell phone, which I'm soon to get rid of, um, you know, I just, uh, I just really, I can't understand why everyone is not seeing this, you know. It just seems so simple. If you run it to the end users, then they can decide if they want to put a 5G router in their house, you know. Um, but I don't think they should have, 5G antennas going down the streets and schools and all these other places because the average person doesn't realize the hazards that come along with it. You know, I mean, our bodies are 70% water, so, you know, we're, we're absorbing uh, the microwaves into our tissues. We breathe oxygen, and oxygen model, molecules absorb um, microwaves. And so, you know, just those two things alone make microwaves extremely toxic for people, well, for any living organism that's made up of water and breathes oxygen because it's, it's literally going to deprive, you know, the, I, I don't want to give a biochemistry lesson. Honestly, um, our bodies and, and the bodies of all the creatures out there are going to be, be slowly deprived of oxygen 
And as that happens, the cells are going to be less able to function like they're supposed to, and they're going to break down, and we're going to get all sorts of diseases like cancer and whatnot, and then the cells are going to start dying. And it's just a cascade effect for our immune systems. I mean, it's just uh, people just can't see that far ahead to understand it. But even simple things, I mean, it, it can cause obesity and diabetes and and uh it totally messes up the gene expression. So, you know, like all these kids in school now where all the devices are wireless, all they're all going to have issues. They're either going to be infertile or they're going to pass on mutated genes and the, and their offspring are going to be having significant growth and development mutations and things like that. And, uh, I mean, we already know that um, bone structure, like your skeletal structure in your heart and things like that are significantly affected with, with a, a bad uh, gene expression, you know, something that's a teratogen that affects your, your um, ability to reproduce and things like that. And then you go on to the whole other level that, you know, even our current Wi-Fi right now can be used um, to affect your emotions and, and your, um, just your health in, in, in a variety of ways. Like they can, they can actually they can adjust the signal to make you sleepy or depressed um, or anxious or have anxiety. They can make you passive and docile, or they could, you know, incite a riot. And that's well documented. That's that's an information that's released from the CIA and uh, the MK Ultra program. I'm sure a lot of your viewers are familiar with that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Do you think most of the uh, the listeners here understand? Um, all the health effects and and what can come of a a complete saturation of microwaves in our environment. Yeah, yeah, Carolyn, I think you've done an excellent job of uh, delineating what can uh, happen with the saturation and uh, you know, I, I, and I, I know Noreen has had uh, some uh, issues that she thinks it, uh, could, could be related to, uh, you know, the 5G in her house. So, uh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Noreen, do you want to uh, discuss your story and see if you, you know, you're experiencing the same side effects that uh, Carolyn's been uh, uh, discussing with us? Sure, yeah. Um, Basically, when she was talking about the health impact, I had already known, even prior to my personal experience with 5G, I, you know, I heard about its dangers and that it was not a good thing, Um, but it wasn't until it came into my home and that's when I experienced it directly. Um, I think Carolyn did too. I'm sure she'll get into that. But for myself, um, what happened was I, you know, we had a family member that basically ordered, you know, um, a company, a cable company to come in with a new offer to set up, you know, new new internet, new cable and phone and all that. So basically, we were with another company, and then we counseled them and had this, well, new company come in, and they tore out all the, the wiring and cables from the other company so they can install their equipment. Um, and I happened to be gone that day, but when I came home, 
the technician who just installed the new um, you know, system, he was about to leave and he, he stopped. He comes out to talk to me. Thank goodness. And um, he goes, oh, by the way, you know, your owner's manual is on your desk because my router for, that whole, for the whole house, the main one, is in my room. So I'm like, okay, thank you. And he goes, oh, by the way, you have 5G. And my mouth almost dropped because I knew that this was not good. Now, I'm not a psychosomatic person. So as I went back in the house, I thought, okay, what's this about, all right? But as soon as I entered my room and I sat for a while, I was already feeling impacted by the, the microwave uh, emissions coming out of this humongous router, modem router thing. And, um, and, and I tried to give it a chance. I spoke to a friend who's very aware of this technology, and he goes, I wouldn't even have it. And I'm, I'm like, not feeling well, because you know, I have to be on, online, and I'm trying to do my work or talk or whatever, view things, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. My eyes are hurting. I'm feeling strange. And it didn't let up all night, and then I decided the next day, I got to get rid of this. I mean, it was already a whole day, only passed, a night passed before I decided I don't want it which is good, I, the sooner the better, in my opinion. So then you know, what happened was I had to arrange this. I had to arrange for the old company to come back in, and they were able to, fortunately, and here's the weird thing, was that before I had, um, God, I had fiber optics, which they discontinued. So I'm thinking, oh, no, am I, like, going to be, like, screwed and with nothing, no Internet at all? Fortunately, they were able to tell me, well, we have uh, Ethernet. Now, what's funny is that um, one of the, I think it was an operator or salesperson from this company, she sort of tried to dissuade me a little bit, um, okay, uh, dissuade me a little bit about to install Ethernet. But she says, oh, well, if you want Ethernet slow for your, as slow as your grandmother's, and I'm like, what? You know, people are telling me, oh, you can't do this, this, and that, which is not true. I just want to say that. In Miami, at least in my case, not. So basically, it took me a while to figure, okay, I need to go back and have the old company come back in and install my another system because I can't have 5G in my home. Now, during these next ensuing two days, I was feeling crappy, and I tried everything. I tried sleeping out of the room and hooking my router. Nothing was working. And finally, a friend told me she viewed a video saying that the reason this might be happening is because some of these routers have self-generating batteries. This is something I forgot to mention to you guys before in our chat, but I want the public to know this. These routers have self-generating um, batteries. So when you unplug it, it doesn't mean that it's like stopping to work. So my friend goes, you got to get it outside of your house. So I did. I put it in my patio, and that was the end. I started to feel better. By the next day, I was fine, and then I got the old company to put in Ethernet, which is like Carolyn was saying, it's hard wire, and it does work. Mine, in my case, I can watch videos. I can do anything. It's not a problem. Um, I want to say about my health, yeah, I have a blood sugar issue, and I was improving before this whole situation happened. I was really improving well, but that did set me back health-wise. My blood sugar started getting really erratic, and I'm still dealing with the repercussions now, although it's slowly getting better. So, yes, it is true, people, that Things like blood sugar and other issues, cancers, um, autoimmune disorders, uh, vision problems, anything can happen with this level of intensity of microwave emissions. So that's why I wanted to share. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and 
uh, Noreen, your story seems to uh, corroborate uh, you know, Carolyn's uh, research. And uh, uh, we do have a caller with a question for Carolyn. So, uh, Barbara, do you want to bring on the caller now? Yep, Jay's on the line. All right. Hey, Jay. Hey there. Thanks for taking my call. This is a very interesting subject you're talking about. I'm very, very keenly interested in, you know, uh, listening to more of this uh, conversation. Great. What's your question? My question about 5G um, uh, in regards to uh, the cities in the United States that have been uh, rolled out, do you know any more than the 19 cities uh, that have been rolled out? For 5G, and my second question is regarding 5G. Um, have you heard what's happening in Brussels regarding um, the decision regarding launching, you know, 5G in their country? Because I think that's a very important thing to watch for because that might set a precedence for um, how do you say stop, like stopping 5G to be rolled around the world. Just wondering what right. your thoughts about that is. Yeah. Well, let me let me start with that one because um, yes, I have been keenly watching that, and I'm really glad that it that it happened that way because um, I've been seeing some other reports where from there where the uh, uh, miscarriage uh, rate has gone up over there 300 percent, and uh, so that's mm-hmm. very significant. And I think that a lot of those kind of reports have influenced uh, their decision to kind of uh, push it off a little bit here and and just do more research before they just roll it out. And I do know that there are several areas around that are not um, highly publicized, like the 19 cities that that are being tested uh, on a a larger scale for 5G. There's a lot of smaller level 5G going in all around us, even up here in the Northeast, in the New England area, Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have seen uh, 5G towers and equipment going up all around. As a matter of fact, all of our streets um, are currently in New Hampshire here. Where I'm in the, the Lakes region of New Hampshire, and mm-hmm. all of our street lights have uh, been updated with the LED type of uh, bulb, yep. and they all have those little nodes on top. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen those, um, but those are. Yeah, they're 5G ready, so they're ready to be connected to the grid. And uh, at the same time, all of our telephone poles are being upgraded with fiber optics and more than one or two cables now. So we're getting multiple cable companies. We're getting uh, at least three levels of fiber optics going up on the poles. And and then we're seeing high-frequency small cell uh, towers going yeah. up on rooftops and intersections yeah. and other areas. So I, I don't know why they're not um, – I don't understand. That's kind of where I'm at right now with the New Hampshire Commission is, you know, we're seeing it come in all around us, and um, it's, it's like where does this come from? And nobody knew about it. There was no um, uh, request for public comment or any of that normal stuff that goes along with with permitting for the large cell towers. The small cell stuff is just rolling on in, and the it, there is like an interface between the energy companies, like up here we have Eversource, mm-hmm. so that, that whoever's providing the electric and the cable companies and the telecommunication carriers, those three, 
are all, you know, working together in some fashion because there's an interface for all of them on the utility pole. And that's really where I'm focusing my work right now because, you know, we don't understand how this is just coming in and our local officials don't know what's going on. You have to call the electric company or the cable company or the telecom carriers like AT&T themselves directly and find out, you know, what's going on. And so what I've been doing is I'm getting addresses from where I see all of these small cell towers going in, and I can tell by the look of them because I've actually been studying the ones that are going up in California and other places. And so I recognize that, oh, that's a 5G antenna, that's, a you know, uh, an amplifier or whatever. And um, so I'm getting the addresses and I'm going to the land use offices and pulling the permits. And on the schematics themselves for the permits, they won't anywhere, they won't say this is a distributed antenna system or this is 5G. You have to know what the frequencies are. You have to know what Mm -hmm. the high frequency is in order to look at the schematics and say, oh, look at that. That's a 5G antenna right there because it's, it's using, you know, 35 gigahertz or whatever, you know, whatever the frequency uh, range is. Yeah. yeah, well, anything over 24 is in the microwave spectrum, and it can go up as high as 300. And I believe in the, in, the, in the United States it's going to be in the range of 24 to 100. Um, and so that's how they're going to distribute that bandwidth between the primary carriers. So um, that's what you have to do, and it's, it's a long process. I mean, so I'm actually, I got another hint about going to the 911 offices and they should be able to uh, help provide a map that shows where all the cell towers are in any given city because most of the 911 operating systems, you know, they have that kind of information because they're always um, upgrading with, um, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, GPS coordinates and things like that. And so they've got all sorts of maps, even 3D maps, for buildings and stuff to have to do with emergencies. So that's where we're going. But there's no way to know because I've been traveling all around in the states here in New England, and I'm seeing pockets of 5G. Um, You know, like like one town could have it, and another town right next to it doesn't. It's like, Mm. you know, so that's why I got on the uh, New Hampshire State Commission because right now um, one of our senators and one of our state reps is um, going to be educating well, they're currently educating the Senate here on 5G, and on April 16th, they're having a Senate hearing at 1 o'clock, and they're going to vote on um, on authorizing the 5G commission, which I'm on, and we're going to be helping the communities in our area um, develop urgency ordinance language that should be able to help. Like, that's been successful in some of the California towns and different areas. That's that's the primary way um, that people, the communities, you can't do it on a statewide level so far, but on a community level you can, and you can get the ordinance language put in, and that will um, at least allow the communities and municipalities to maintain some control over their public rights right away. So, um, but, yeah, it's, it's in Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and um, uh uh, I haven't been over to Vermont yet to look over there, but pretty much, you know, most of the northeastern states uh, have pockets of it up here already. 
So it's interesting you say that because the um, uh, reason why you can't actually do anything about it, and, and because for one thing, it's a it's agenda that's actually a worldwide agenda they have planned you know years ago. Because even my modem inside there has a 5G uh, uh, thing well, on the um, tab on on. No, it actually has a 5G tab on it for 40 oh. or 80 gigahertz. It's built uh-huh. in, and my modem's been. Uh, it's been up for about three or four years, right? So it's it's an agenda. Also, did you look at the 1996 Telecommunications Act regarding that when Clinton put out there said about giving rights to uh, companies that um, that oversees basically anything, even uh, local uh, laws regarding placements of uh, cell phone towers and things like that? Because I would look right. into that. That actually yeah. is a main thing. That that reason why the no, the local uh, um, governments can't fight, you know, the state or right. even these telecommunications kind of for putting the cell phone towers in, these right. 5G towers in. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that they're they're trying to um, deal with up here with the um, I can't think of the name of it. They have a. We had something here in New Hampshire that they were looking at doing to overcome that and. Um, it can be done. It's called the New Hampshire Community Rights Amendment that they're working on, and um, so they're they're looking to, you know, supersede that um, 1996. What was it called again? The Communications Act. Yeah, 1992 Communications Act. Yeah, and yeah, they're, uh, it's really a mess because Tom Wheeler said in his speech, you know, you can listen yes. to that too, and yeah, that I, I know that was, one. That was scary. I mean, he basically said you cannot um, deny a permit for the 5G towers simply based on health concerns. And, you know, that's like the biggest one. How can you know? I mean, if we have health concerns, then we should be able to keep it out of a school, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there's, I've been, um, I did a presentation on EMF and we were talking about 5G and I've been really, really looking this very, very closely and what I can do to, you know, mitigate or reduce EMF in my yeah. place. And it's just, it's all over the place. So um, yeah. I think that's going to catch a lot of people off guard, uh, really a lot of yeah. people off guard. I think maybe 1% of the people that are out there who are investigating like the stuff like yourself are actually going to do some things about your, your own personal yeah. health and personal yep. protection. Otherwise, it's gonna we're gonna see a massive, a massive, massive uh, people uh, either dying or getting sick yep. from this stuff, and they won't know well, where it is, and they'll, they'll uh, go to the yep. doctor oh, and Jay, get the Jay, vaccine. I was going, oh. Jay, I was uh, going Nor- to mention you just mentioned that. Oh, sorry, vaccines. Oh, something fell. Um, Jay, hi. I you were mentioning vaccines and you were mentioning agenda earlier. Yeah. I think you're on to that because uh, this is an agenda that's, well, I mean, I'm not very technical, so I don't want to get into the technicality of it, but let's just say there's been an agenda going on for a century or more probably yes. to, to control populations. Yes. And um, I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up the United Nations is also part of, you know, agenda 21, agenda yeah, 20, yeah. 40, uh-huh. 30, sustainable development, and they're throwing mm-hmm. the 5G all into this. It makes me think, and this is very conspiratorial, but it does make me or people like myself think that they want to depopulate the, 
the world to to whatever level they want because they want to control people and replace them with robotics. And I don't know mm-hmm. whatever's left over, if that's possible. I don't know what they will do with them, but it's a very sinister agenda from what I see. I know we're going into an area a little bit different here, but, you know. No, I wanted to go into this area. I was just waiting, and you know, until we got there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I've, been, I've been watching a very lots and lots of videos and actually looking at the, the some of the reports, actually, some of the test reports they did in Russia and on all this, this stuff regarding uh, how they used uh, pulse EMF for, for healing and, and how it actually destroys your tissue at, at certain frequencies. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Uh, I'm just so surprised that, uh, like, up here where I live in Canada, they're going to be auctioning off the spectrums off in 2020. And what I'm seeing right now is that about the 24 gigahertz range is being auctioned off right now. There's a lot of lot of uh, countries that are have that array for different telecommunications companies. I don't see a lot for the higher, higher range, but we're going to see those come up. And I, I'm not sure what type of protection is out there for anything that's really for the high gigahertz stuff. So it's going to be very mm-hmm. – um, for me, I'm wearing – you know, EMF clothing yeah. and just getting used to that. I actually built a EMF canopy right now, made yeah. of silver I've fiber. Yeah, I've been doing uh, stuff like that. I've been doing yeah. that too. I've been ordering fabrics from the um, yeah. lessemf.com website yeah. and uh, I ordered a few other places. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I even even ordered uh, shungite from Russia, and yeah. I've been looking at, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, developing little shields like with umbrellas, and then just. Uh, uh, fixing some of these uh, fabrics like mylar and stuff that that will repel the microwaves. But keep yeah, in yeah, mind, I... micro- microwaves are blocked by water, you know, or, or mm-hmm. even just metal or your your house. It's not like they're the, they're not going to come through your house unless they significantly boost the power. Okay. Um, yes, but, so that's but what I hear. When you're out on the street, yeah, you definitely are going to need to start wearing protective clothing and especially for your eyes i mean that's probably yeah. the most vulnerable thing on our bodies is our eyes but hey yeah, have, I'm looking you into guys, that. have you guys looked at the um silent weapons for silent wars document i think yeah, Norman, yeah it's, you, it's, you've listened uh, to deborah traveris's sites right yeah. and um, yeah. well that there's a document that um was an operations research technical manual came out in may of 1990 uh, 1979 and that's where the Silent Weapons for Silent Wars um, information came out, which had to do with microwaves and as well as other types of things like ultrasonic weapons, you know, not yeah. just, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the Deborah uh, Traveris also mentions the City Climate Action Plans and Wild Lands Project, and that falls right into the same thing you were just talking about with the agendas to depopulate and they're trying to move us all into resilient cities which will really be what we're calling now smart cities and that's how they'll control us they'll you know they're going to try to depopulate Mm -hmm. yeah i wanted to mention you were talking about the smart cities do you notice oh go ahead i'm sorry talk about the smart city thing go ahead oh no no, okay yeah oh go ahead okay yeah no just really briefly the um the smart city thematic. I live here in Southern California, so I'm. But I'm assuming this is kind of nationwide or global even. So I'm not just because I'm here seeing it doesn't mean I, I'm seeing videos where this is in many places. Have you noticed? You know, they're trying to tear down older infrastructure, older buildings, houses that you know that are maybe not as 
quote, smart, friendly, and so so forth, and then replacing them with um, cheap housing, but mainly what they would term stack and pack is kind of like the slang terminology for these humongous apartment slash condominium complexes that are really, some of them do look um, externally attractive. They try in some cases, but some cases they just throw them out there and they're there. And you, you drive down the street and you're like, you know, you're amazed. You, you might see a former house or former business building and it's gone. And in its place, it's like this humongous, um, you know, apartment slash condo building. And I was watching videos about, yeah, they don't even want to build single family homes anymore. They're trying to even phase away from that and just getting into these humongous uh, living complexes where I think, yeah. obviously, they can they can manipulate you so easily because, number one, you don't have access to your car as much because um, of less parking, and all that's another situation with the cars. Um, but also the because uh, that has to do with Uber, no offense to Uber or whatever. But here and then here you have self-driving cars, but then you have also inside of these these uh, these um, cubicles, I call them, or whatever apartments. You know, you're kind of trapped in where maybe you may not have a window. And I think they can also beam a lot of 5G, whether you want it or not, into, oh, you don't have to worry about um, having your own Internet. Our whole building is wired for Internet. You just turn on your computer, and then you don't know it's 5G. And I think this uh-huh. is dangerous for people to fall into this thing about, oh, I want to live in this trendy, you know, and that's the right. way to get people back into the cities, too, by the way. Yep. There is an exodus out of the cities. They want to pull back people back in by right. attracting them with these places. But that's, yeah. It's and, crazy. and make all that stuff free, you know. Like, that's how yes, they got all the Wi-Fi free. into our school. Yes. You know, right. they had a huge, huge um, push to get all the school equipment to be wireless. And so they literally were giving the devices out to the school. And now, I mean, the, the consequences are just, we're not going to see the end of the consequences for decades and decades. I mean, it's, even if it stopped now and they, pull, and they hardwired everything in the school, you know, the damage has been done for at least a couple generations now, you know. But, yeah, I agree. They're going to yeah, try to mu- just entice everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mutation yeah. of humanity, too, you know, and depopulation eventually, because how can a human body... Sustain, sustain so much uh, damage, mutation, every, it, just, it doesn't right. make sense. So there's some end right. game to this. Yeah. Well, Jay, did you want to ask any other question? Or uh, I don't know, I, should we get um, um, well, Mark in here? <laughs> you know, no, I, I, I'm, I, I'm learning a lot from Jay, too. This is, uh, he, yeah, okay. Yeah, this isn't my uh, specialty, but J, uh, Jay knows what he's talking about. I'm, yeah, I, I'm he does. Just, it, yeah, no, from Jay, Jay, you wanted, I didn't know if Jay wanted to go or if you wanted to keep talking with us because it's up no, to I you. No, I just listen. So, you know, for myself, I'm, I'm, I bought some EMF fabric from China and, and I made my EMF canopy, like I said, so that dramatically uh, reduced my EMF inside. Well, I can actually sleep better now. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, because I, cause I actually have a um, – right now I'm talking to you. I'm wearing my EMF faster than my EMF cap right now, but it's actually a silver line, so it's actually for higher frequencies. So I'm trying to get mm-hmm. my hands on something that will work for even higher frequencies than that. So the body test we did says about 40 dB down for 40 gigahertz, so I'm not sure we're anything past that. But for, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I'm actually going to make a EMF canopy for my computer desk and out of yeah. mylar, so we'll see what that's like. But so 
for me, it's it's an interesting game right now because I think I'm doing stuff ahead of time in case when the stuff hits the fan that people are right. rushing to getting aluminum paper and uh, you know and uh-huh. mylar and whatever trying to yep. get away from this stuff. But you know, right. it's, this is a this is a very scary thing for humanity because when I was listening to um, uh, when people were uh, like the fertility rates in other countries are are really low, and even in your country, I think mm-hmm. it was it was down by almost a million you know people. So they're really going after the population model, like really going for it. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. this 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 stuff is that one of the things I find about when they talk about EMF or even five G is that. They don't know what it means. So there's a place, there's a thing about ignorance about what's going right. on and also uh, oblivion what's going on because you cannot see EMF. You can't taste it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. Okay. And you can't smell it, but you can measure it. Okay. Up to a right. certain point. And the thing is that when you show people these people uh, what's going on, they just run the other way. It's like, oh, I don't want to know about uh-huh. that. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, there's this laugh. It's like... And I, it's I like the same people, with the uh, with the fluoride in the water and some yeah, of these other yeah, things. It's, it's the same thing. And you know what's really interesting about what I'm just learning? Like I know what fluoride does to the to the body too, but it's like a very small amount causes a lot of damage. And even the uh-huh. EMF, it's like milliwatts, you know, per mm-hmm. meter squared. Like just very small, small amounts. And you know what? I was I was. Uh, with a friend, and I had my meter. I have a uh, EMF uh, meter, and I put it right beside her phone, and it peaked at was at one thousand milliwatts per meter square, and going like that's interesting. That can't. This must be anomaly. Mm-hmm. So I was. I went to a store where they're selling phones, and it. And I was near a phone. I was like, it's near a. Yeah, I was near a smartphone, and I put my meter against, it and I started playing around with it. Then know how to use it, and it peaked at four thousand milliwatts per meter square. Going like, wow. this is not an anomaly. So that pulses, okay? That yes. we, that's in our like put our purses or near like when guys put their smartphones in their in their front pocket, right. it's destroying your DNA. And it's, yes. and it's just, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like this this is really you know very the, very bad. And you know what's really interesting? I don't know if you're familiar with Dan Winters at all. But um, he's a genetic um, researcher. Uh, well, he does a lot of things. He's, he's into physics and genetics and a lot of that stuff. Amazing. And he has a video called The Purpose of DNA. And if you ever want to spend a, a really intelligent two hours, and this was back when he was younger. Um, I, I can't even remember how old he was. But he he reminded me of a uh, a geneticist, He's like he's like Mister Rogers. You know, I remember Mister mm. Rogers, the, t- the yeah, kid show. Yeah. Well, he's a very gentle man, like him, and um, and he is fascinating. And he has some of the most amazing visual aids to help you understand the purpose of DNA. And he gets into talking about Wi-Fi um, and and what it does to DNA and how it destroys the spark of life, um, mm-hmm. literally the spark of creation that is. Uh, you know, at conception and, and then even um, when you are, um, you know, basically he's saying it destroys your connection with source. So whether yes. you believe the source is yeah. God or or the universal energy or whatever, however you want to think of it, it's a fascinating video. And if that doesn't well, explain the very, very subtle 
bioelectric, biomechanical, uh, I mean, uh, magnetic and electric fields that your body has to stay tuned with the earth. I mean, even look at the music industry, right? Uh, yeah. We were supposed to be at 432 hertz, and they upped it to 440, which is just out of sync. And it takes us yeah. just out of sync with the earth. And, um, right. you know, you got to wonder why they do that. Why are they? Why is the music industry only allowing 440 hertz for the, yeah. for the tuning? You know, it's not the it's natural... You know, sync with the earth, and so it's it's kind of taking us out of our biorhythms, and then you've got these things that are constantly chipping away at our DNA, and yeah. you've got to realize that this is uh, this is by design. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. believe this is just their stupidity because they know what it's, they're it's doing. A, it, it's a it's a satanic agenda. It's Satan's tool, in my opinion. I mean, I, I'm not really yes religious. I agree. But, I yeah, agree. I wanted to also mention. Yeah, I want to mention about friends. You, somebody was talking about friends earlier. I lost a friend, a longtime friend over this because he's very technical. And when I was trying to explain to him what was going on, he just he just wouldn't have it. He thought I was crazy, was in my head. And after that, he, he basically told me, yeah, I don't want to help you anymore or oh. whatever, associate with you. Yeah, because so I have, it's okay, but, you know, it was strange because he just couldn't handle the fact that this was happening. It just was out of his... Um, right. Reality. Yeah. So yeah. That, I wanted to say one more thing about that is that another crazy thing is you're going to start seeing friends and family and everybody start to really split apart because of this issue, just like the vaccine yep. issue, you know, um, yep. and this one too, because some people are going to say, well, I want faster internet in my house and you can't stop me because I've got to do work and gaming and this and that. And then some of the family yep. members that are more aware like us might be like, but I'm not feeling well around it. I can't have it. Like, well, too bad. So this is going to start the whole situation. Right. It already has. It was like that in yeah. my house. I mean, that's oh. how it happened here. Because my sons, I have a 20 and a 26-year-old. And, you know, a few years back, they wanted the high-speed router. And that's how it all came into our house. And um, we, and I, when I finally got the detector, I, could, I detected that the router was sending out pulse microwave beams. And I was like, oh, my God. And <laughs> we didn't have a 5G box. We had an old cable box, you know. And um, so that's kind of what set me on the path to that because I wasn't sleeping and there was other effects as well. But it was exactly as you said. I told them, like, I wanted the router off every night. If you weren't using it, shut it off because, you know, the TVs and everything else were hardwired. We didn't need the uh, the router except for their cell phones and their their video games and we have since hardwired all of that too the only thing that's not hardwired is their that's cell good. phones you know and um, so we really it was it was a battle and I said look this is our house I'm sick and I'm changing this and uh, you know that's what we did but it was it was worth it I think they understand now because you know they are still addicted to video games but they do understand. Right. <laughs> Um, but yet, both of them will still keep their darn cell phone in their pockets, and they're not, you know, I've offered to give them pocket protectors and all these different things, a cell phone um, case and whatnot, and they're just going to do what they want to do. They are not listening, and I understand it on an intellectual level as well, because I myself am finding it very difficult to hang out with friends who can't talk about these kind of subjects. You know, yeah. I literally have, I have a monthly a group meeting at my house for all of my aware friends, you know, the people I've met and 
and friends that have, you know, woken up, or if you will. And we get together literally once a month. It's like therapy because I, I, yeah. I can't even go out. I can't go out on a girl's <clears throat> night anymore and a lot of that kind of stuff <laughs> because, I, you know, I don't want to talk about the Kardashians right. or one stupid right. politics that there, that's going on or right. any of that. I just, I'm, I'm really having a hard time with that. So, you know, for oh, me. Oh, I feel bad for you. Because I know mm-hmm. what you mean. When I went, just lost that one friend, and here you are trying to have a social mm-hmm. time with people, and they, they don't want to hear what you have to say. I've been right. lucky so far. My main friends, whether they believe, most of them believe me, but even if they're doubtful, they're not going against me. But yeah, you had your sons that are just kind of on the edge, and they're kind of, uh, and then other, yeah, this is crazy, you know. Mhm. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And you know, I was going to say once if when you guys uh want to feel like moving on to another subject, I was hoping to get around to talking about how 5G is related to chemtrails and heart. So I don't know if you have any ideas okay. on that, but I, I made some notes on that, but feel free to throw out a topic okay, if you well, want to talk about something. But I I I had a uh a question for Jay. I uh all, all, all this, you know, uh, the five G stuff is in, in public, and you know, uh, you get the Georgia Guidestones out there. You just you know, walk up and uh, read them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, this is all part of a global agenda. It, it, mm-hmm. I, I was just wondering if uh, Canada has something like the Georgia Guidestones, where it, it's just you know, really hidden in plain sight. Here's what we're bringing to Canada, and uh, you know, you or you know, next generation, uh, parts of the next generation just aren't going to be here to read this because we, you know, uh, you know, we decide that you, know, you aren't, you know, part of our elite. Is there is, is there anything like that in Canada? No. We don't have any Georgia Guidestones okay. or anything like that. Things that whatever is actually done in most of the United States actually gets transferred. Like we just kind of like mirror it, what's going down here. So, if, okay. if um, in terms of the 5G rollout, it seems like it's all like what I'm finding now. There's been they did some testing in Toronto and Vancouver for 5G, which is actually illegal because you have to go through the um, Canadian Radio Television. Commission to get uh, to get those bans before you actually do anything. So, I mean, there's been a lot of testing around the world, and most of the tests that have been done around the world actually been having devastating results, either from the birds f- falling out of the sky in Netherlands when they did yeah. that, mm-hmm. or when they actually, you know, had 5G uh, when the firefighters went to the area in California that was actually burning, they were getting headaches. So. Um, I see this. Uh, this is very devastating. It's not very much power that they're putting out. It's just um, it's very bad. And you know, I was listening to a pro, um, Jack Cruz was was on a show, and he was talking about what happened with um, Katie Spade and Andre Bourdain, and both of them lived in the same penthouse, but they had a 5G <laughs> antenna on top of their roof. So it must have caused some mental illness for them to commit suicide. Unfortunately. Um, oh wow. Uh, and so we're seeing lots of stuff like that. It's going to cause some uh, really weird behavior stuff. And then, you know, people who are on, um, you know, antidepressants or medications that, that does it, it's going to be even even more amplified. So one of the things about 
with about the 5G is actually detoxing your body as much as you can of heavy metals in your body so they become like conductors. Okay. Yes. And, uh, That's what so I'm doing right now. I'm trying to really detox right now because I'm feeling a timeline, right? Like we need to yeah. detox now because it's going to be going to get hit more worse and worse mm-hmm. with this situation. I agree. Yeah. And do you, do it you prefer and, and, and it's hard now. because it's, yeah. And what can you do about everything they're spraying in the sky? Because there's metals up there. You're breathing them in. You know, you got to get ahead of the curve. How are we going to do Constant that? Constant battle. Constant battle. Yeah. 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 Carolyn, you know we're just you know we're getting the five G you know, ground level you know maybe up uh, thirty feet on you know just say the street lights, but you know since you just brought up the chemtrails, uh, you know, you you just can't escape that yeah you know, and. You know, you know, at the start of the show, you know, we got into, you know, the uh, satellites as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, we can't do anything about stuff that's uh, uh, up at those altitudes. Uh, I mean, that that just seems like uh, th- th- there is your depopulation program uh, going on right there. Yeah. I don't know what we can do about that either. I mean, until we can hold our public officials personally accountable, like, you know, what Iceland did to their bankers and whatnot, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. what are we going to do with the president and the FCC and all them? They have to be held personally accountable for allowing this to happen. I mean, there's, it's a crime against humanity and, like seriously, I think the current Wi-Fi that we have right now, all around with the regular cell towers, you know, I really feel like in a lot of areas, the whole population is just kind of pacified. They're they're in their programmed state, you know, working. Right. I mean, and part and part of it is they're so busy working to make enough money to survive that everyone's just in survival mode or they're programmed into sleep mode because there's very few people that will actually get up and be active about doing something. You know, people will go down and protest certain things that are hot buttons, you know, at the White House and whatnot. But how many people would show up down there to protest against, you know, something to do with wireless communications or chemtrails or something like that? I mean, I haven't seen any protests, at least not publicized, that are going on down in D.C. about those kind of things. And that's the whole point, you know. People are so distracted with all this other stuff and the news and different things that are going on around their areas that, you know, they're just like, Oh my God, I've got, I've got enough, you know, pokers in the fire. I don't have time to deal with one more cause. And I feel the same way. I have a a lot of friends who are into the vaccine cause or something else. And I'm like, look, you guys, I'm, I'm just focusing on 5g right now because honestly at that level, I mean, the, the, the amount of depopulation that can occur because of 5g and, uh, you know, none, nothing else matters. Nothing anyone could complain about in politics or civil actions or anything like that is going to matter when ha- more than half of us are dead. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, you know, once you, really once you start just, it really is. Yeah, once you, yeah. you start destroying the food chain, forget it. When you can't grow crops anymore, forget it. No one's going to yeah, care yeah. about money or anything else, you know? The thing is, the thing is that there's, 
there's five point there's approximately about five billion phones out there, okay, and about eight billion yeah. uh, Wi-Fi's out there. And what's happened is that um, when this product came out, okay, uh, I don't I, if you want to talk about the globalists, the globalists wanted this to happen a long time ago so they can get people addicted to their to the devices. Exactly. And, and what happened yeah. is that when you roll it out, okay, reason why you, reason why you bring this up is that reason why people are not into um, you know, fighting this is that if you're addicted to your device, it makes you happy for the dopamine hits you get every 30 seconds by looking at yep. your smart device, okay? And yep. they accepted this technology as safe and it doesn't do anything for you. Then what happens is that when there's a trend of, let's say, uh, for example, maybe people getting sick or even people dying on a larger scale, then that's when the, some action may occur. But they won't, they can't pinpoint it to whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. To the EMF or the the Wi-Fi signals, or to the uh, the you know the the signals that are destroying our DNA, and what happens exactly. is that it, it it may they says well I'll just tolerate and get back to my vice because it's it's making me happy every 30 seconds. So we, that's the reason why that we haven't seen this. Another reason why that we're not really seeing this is that there's big money involved in this, like the billions oh God, and billions yeah. of dollars tech. And what's happening too is that with this um, quiet rollout. What's happening is, is there's a lot of uh, not only companies but also uh, 401k plans and all this other are involved in this in in tech companies that are rolling this out. So you have this. If you if you stall this, then what happens to the people who have the 401ks and have investments in tech companies who are rolling this out? So it's a double-edged sword, as if you want to call it yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. this this is this is a this is a real problem. What I get here is that I don't see that much activity right now. I'll probably see it next year, what's going on. But I know some people mm-hmm. who are hyper uh, sensitive, like electro mm-hmm. hyper sensitive to mm-hmm. uh, EMFs. And uh, I'm helping one lady right now on making a uh, Faraday cage or a canopy for her bed. And uh, we're looking at a, she might have a smart meter, so we're trying to block out the shielding there. So. Uh, oh, yeah, I just lots did of that at someone's on. house. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I got that on one of my videos. I, you know, on my YouTube channel, I showed it. But you know, people just don't realize. Uh, but she was smart enough to realize that she wasn't feeling right, and she just happened to notice workers in uh, a utility room next to her apartment, and she mm-hmm. peeked in there, and sure enough, a whole wall of smart meters, you know, was right on the other side of her kitchen, and. <clears throat> So we wow. did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I got it all on my on video too. I was recording the detection meter um, registering, you know, signals that were just so strong. I mean, it was pegging yeah. off beyond what the meter would even detect. And in here, that's right where she stands to do her dishes at her sink. It was so Ugh. high. So I, uh, you know, I got her some super heavy duty tin foil, and we literally, I had her just literally put it up all on that wall and I'm going back mm-hmm. with some copper flashing to do inside all her cabinets and everything and then I'm going to you know retest and see how good of a shield it is but yeah that's that's kind of where I'm going with my TV show that I have a public access TV show here in in Laconia and um well it's the lakes region and uh that's kind of what it seems like I've gotten feedback and mm-hmm. people just want to know what can we do what can we do and so what I've been, you know, I kind of came up with this list of, you know, uh, I don't know, it's about 10 things that people can do. And that's where I'm focusing my next series of five TV shows is going to be 
helping, you know, oh. explaining that they need to put together urgency ordinances. They need to start a class action lawsuit against the FCC. They need to have state-level regulations in place. They need to protect the public right-of-ways and spread awareness and education and simply don't buy smart stuff. But, of course, you know, when, no one's going to listen to that. But that's, like, the ultimate thing. If, you're, if, if they're not making billions of dollars, then they're not going to continue down this path. So if everyone stopped buying smart stuff, that would help. Um, and then just breaking our addiction to our devices, you know, get outside, get back, excuse me, get back in touch with nature. And, you know, what we used to do, you know, I'm 54 years old. You know, we, we used to spend, you know, every single winter day outside building snow forts mm-hmm. and skating and doing all this stuff. We were not addicted to devices. I'm still not addicted to my devices, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like you said, focused on eating healthy and trying to, you know, cleanse your body from the heavy metals and different things like that, but even caring for the environment. So we can do some shielding for our homes and our cars and our clothing and things like that. But what can we do for the environment, you know, things like that? Uh, Speaking um, of the environment um, and nature, uh, I just want to say having trees, shrubbery, and plants outside of, if you can, outside where you live and indoors. Yep. It's supposed to be yep. good, yeah, for EMF. So that's just yeah. like a real basic thing that has to do with nature oh, we, that we're talking about. But that's yeah. good. We already started planting more trees in our yard. I've been telling everyone if you live on on the uh, on the road and you don't have a tree buffer between your house and the telephone pole, you need to start planting trees. <laughs> you know, like seriously. Usually the yeah. utility company they're coming by and they're cutting branches and everything because they don't want the branches to take out the power for the neighborhood and all that, and I get that. But if you have enough room, I would be filling my front yard, you know, with trees. That's exactly what I'd do. It's interesting you say that because um, uh, in England they're cutting down trees like crazy trying to get get these uh, 5G things going. One thing about millimeter waves, I've been reading about it too, is that the reason why they want – these uh, towers or you know, connect cell, smart cell or small cell towers to be close to each other is that um, you need to actually uh, a lower, they have to run at lower power to meet regulations, so they have to be closer together because they attenuate the signal over a shorter distance. Um, so um, in Switzerland, they're trying to break the rules because, you know, how hilly Switzerland is, and they want oh, higher gosh. power, higher power regulations instead of what they uh-huh. have. Because Switzerland does have excellent uh, rules and regulations regarding how much power these things put out. So you want to break the rules, and that's the thing is that if they want to get across a, a long distance, it's going to take a lot of power. But anyone in that way is going to be they're done exact. basically. They're exactly. And and yeah. um, I, I find well, up that up here we're we're seeing like every telephone pole. There's a fiber uh, fiber splicing box being put on almost every single telephone pole down these streets mm-hmm. in our area where they've upgraded with fiber optics. And so what I've heard is that every single telephone pole is going to have a 5G uh, transmitter on it. And that is, like you said, because they want to keep it low power as possible, you know. And um, But what they're not telling everyone is that you know, for the macro towers to connect and talk to the smaller cell stuff, the macro towers are higher power. And, you know, so it really doesn't matter. And then you've got all your satellites overhead. Well, well, what are they talking to and how much power are they? And who, yeah, obviously 20. no one's going to be monitoring those. 
but yeah, yeah 20,000 I mean, satellites, I, yeah. Exactly, it's crazy. You know, it's interesting, so, you know, I, I, but 5, 5G is actually here now. Um, we just uh-huh. don't see it, and I didn't know about it, actually, until I was uh, watching a video on it, is that uh, the new 2019 cars that have radar detection on all the sides, um, yep. that actually is 5G. Uh, they're running yep. like 24, 77, I think, gigahertz. So, <laughs> and I saw the power readings that they're putting out, and it's it's not very much, but it's still enough to cause DNA damage. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's out now. We just don't see well, the public. Well, what about the, the V2V, the vehicle-to-vehicle um, cars, you know, the that whole communication from one car to the other, I think uh, I think you're right. It came out in 2019. That vehicle-to-vehicle um, communication, I don't I don't see how they can kind of even adjust or like what is the range? Are they they're going to put out a certain amount of power to have one car, you know, communicate with yeah. another car? And then it goes out of range, and so then who, what, what picks that picks up on it is it the, right. the small cells so, along the roadside? I mean, it's just like it doesn't matter where you are in your car, walking anywhere, you're going to be bombarded from above, alongside, and then utilities right. on the ground. Yeah, and even yeah. even the, uh, the the what is it the um the, the driverless cars? I happen yeah. to yeah. be uh, a participant in an experiment. Um, not well, whatever. I I participated okay. in. I, I was driving in one. Not I wasn't driving the car, obviously, but I was um, I was inside of a driverless car. Okay, I was riding around a track in one with other people. So then they had us fill out a questionnaire about what we thought, you know. But now I'm thinking this is like horrid because what we're talking about now it's related to, you know, um, all yeah. the stuff that we're talking about. It's all connected and um, uh-huh. it's not good for us. So now. You know, I'm thinking, no, I'm not interested in driverless cars. It's just really bad, you know. And right. they're just trying to really, they're trying to manipulate our whole landscape of our lives. And, you know, here's another weird thing. People will say, well, we live in cities. That's why we'll know. Because when you guys were mentioning about satellites, hello, it doesn't matter right. if you're way, way out in the middle of nowhere. that You're going to get exactly. hit because of satellites. So this is about mm-hmm. controlling everybody everywhere. And changing right. the landscape of our lives. Right. Yeah. It, it, uh, uh, Car- Caroline, I, I just have, uh, you know, just kind of dovetail from Noreen's comments about uh, controlling. Uh, you know, throughout this discussion, I think everyone said something about, you know, change the DNA or the, uh, the eyes or, mm-hmm. you know, the. Uh, most adversely impacted. Yeah. Um, you know, Jay and Noreen have you know, spoken about. Yeah. You know, just being around this uh, is you know, is creating one of those uh, things where you know, I just wasn't feeling right. Uh, but you know, we under uh, understand something's going on. What about the Healthcare professionals, or are they? Like you know, maybe there might be like, uh, like the eye uh, oh, yeah. situation going on. You know, are, are they saying why? Well, you know, you know, it's just uh, you know too much eye strain, or you, know, you need new pair of glasses. It, it, or are, are the healthcare professionals 
really picking up on this 5G and making a diagnosis or is it, it have have you heard uh anything about yes i have how, uh, I, uh, no actually okay. i would like to hear what jay has to say because that's yeah. an area that i have not investigated other than when i was in the doctor's office getting an x-ray <laughs> i asked the uh, the radiologist i said oh is that a router up on your ceiling over there and she said oh yeah everything in here is wireless and you know she had the the lead tape on because she was running the x-ray and i said well well, what do you guys do to protect yourselves from the the uh, EMF in here? And she's like, well, nothing. Like, just, like, why would we? You know, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was okay. like, get me out of here. But go ahead, Jay. Let me hear what I, – I, I don't know really anything about so, what the um, industry is doing for their their people. So before I go, uh, um, and thanks so much for, for letting me be part of the show. Thank you all for that. Um, I'd like to stay longer and thanks talk about this Thanks for being a great more. guest. Hey, you're welcome. Yes. Uh, we have to talk this another time. I actually subscribed to your uh, station, your uh, YouTube. So I just found it on on YouTube, so I just saw you. Oh, so. Okay, you're welcome. Um, what's happening is that between between 2006 and about now is that uh, it takes about 10 years for like for cancer or other symptoms to develop. Some are immediate with people hypersensitive, but what's happening is with the uh, the 5G and all these other wireless signals, and they're bombarding our bodies all the time. And actually, it is actually uh, causing some health health issues. So when you go to a doctor, they don't actually know about this because, uh, let's say, a, someone that has a headache or something like that, which is probably if someone goes to a doctor for a headache issue, they'll prescribe something to you, or they they can't pinpoint it. So they put you under test. So in the in the health industry, it's kind of like unknown because if it maybe causes depression, well, they're going to say, right. well, put you on pills or whatever because there's no way of pinpoint because you can't see it. Like I said, you can't see it, you can't smell it, you can't taste it. So right. it, it has it has a trail of no um, – it doesn't point it to it being – like there's no trail for it, basically. It doesn't point to that. Yeah. And, it's the same uh, reason why they – they're not educated on nutrition either. So, you know, you right. go so in and you're having digestive issues and they can't help you there with anything but their drugs. Same with, that's, you know. <laughs> that's right. So it's yeah. really very difficult. trying to do harm, what is it the Hippocratic Oath is about not doing harm, but they are inadvertently mostly, right, doing harm to us with vaccines, bad uh, prescriptions that are not necessarily good for us. So I'm not trying to diss the whole medical Seen. I know it can be life-saving, but for chronic illnesses, it's very bad. And with this technology going on, they're they're not um, on board with learning about it because they're getting paid by big pharma and other things to participate. Exactly. In it. Right. Unknowingly, so it's all it's a big mess. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. And and uh, well, that's because we be- have a for-profit medical industry. I mean, literally, it's an industry. So it's it's for profit. So until we have a not for profit medical industry, you know that that isn't supported by big pharma and things like that, and and they need to be properly educated. But most of that natural health um, type of uh, wisdom is 200 years old and lost to most of you know of humanity. <laughs> 
w- one thing about the the mm-hmm. five the the signals that are out there that are actually destroying our bodies. If you speak right now, your mind too, um, is that um, it the, the the transmitters that are transmitting this. It doesn't it doesn't discriminate on anything like how much money you have right. or how even exactly. uh, how healthy you are. So even even I'm 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 going to put this in my neck. I'm doing another presentation on EMF at a, at a organic uh, food store here where, where I live next time around, and I'm going to say you know the subtle energy therapies do not work. The reason why they don't work is that they make you feel good, but the thing is that that stuff is all around us. So unless we have some real real personal wearing protection to to kind of like reduce some of those EMFs that are around our body. Uh, we'll, we'll still continue to find those ways of of um, making an excuse that if I put this on my cell phone, it's going to be okay, or or wear a certain crystal, or or you know a shungite you know uh, yeah. crystal that's going to work. It, it just doesn't. I mean, uh, the only way I think I, fa- I think the only way you're going to figure this some of this stuff out is by a fairly a decent measuring tool and have fun right. with it, and and and, and that'll open up your eyes. To, to right. what's going on? Because you see some readings on there, and go like, "What does that mean?" You go on to the internet and say, "Oh yeah, that's what it means." And mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's it's I think a, the only way you can do process it. To, yeah, to educate yourself. And I've been using mine. I only got a a cheap um, tri-field meter, but I I mm-hmm. want to get a a better one. But some of the the ones that that are recommended are like thousands of dollars, and I'm not yeah. going to be able to buy those. You know, I found so one I just that. go ahead. Yeah, I'll put. I found out maybe put your. I found one for about a hundred and uh, you can buy one for less than two hundred dollars. That's a general purpose one, and it's actually very. You can see some of the signals that are on there. Uh, you can see how much data is being downloaded, but you can't like you can't read it. But it just tells you what's going on, and it mm-hmm. does three mediums. It's a really nice nice meter. I, I've got one. I got a Cornette one, and I bought a real cheap one out of China for about twenty four dollars. That one's okay. Oh. Uh, I had uh-huh. fun with that one before, but the Cornette one's kind of hard to uh, the ED, ET88 T plus is okay because it's hard mm-hmm. to um, read some of the stuff, but it's, it's it's fairly good. But I like my well, I, um, GQ EMF the, 390. That's a good one. Uh, how much was that one? Well, I bought here in Canada, so it was 179 dollars. Mm-hmm. So down there, uh-huh. I think it's about 110 plus shipping or whatever. So okay. actually, it's fairly. Fairly reasonable, but it goes up to oh. 10 gigahertz. So it doesn't do 5G because the 5G um, meters are very, very expensive. They're about thousands and thousands of dollars. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but it really gives you a good sign right. of what's going on. I, what yeah. I did is with my meter is that I put it outside and I just wore it around and I downloaded the data because it actually takes readings and saves the data. And you can see right. on an Excel spreadsheet what's going on. And uh, that was very interesting. Then I put it inside my EMF vest, and I just walked around places I where where there was hot, where there were cell phone towers in the round. So that was really interesting to see. So you get, yeah, it, yeah. it was good. I, well, it just, I, I got the tri-field meter because I liked that it was old school and it just had a dial that you turn for different yeah. settings and whatnot. And it just kind of, I was using it more to, like you said, to know is it there or is it not there? I wasn't looking to quantify exposure limit and all that. You know, I just wanted to know, is there EMF coming from my refrigerator? Is there EMF coming from the router? And it does have a, it does have a microwave setting and it does detect microwaves, but it won't tell you exactly what your exposure is. You know what I'm saying? It just, you can see the needle pinging and it's going and whatnot. 
and you can you can try to you know use their scale, but it's not something that I would use to quantify your exposure. I would just say yes, there is some here. You should get a better detector and really you know quantify yeah. it. Um, yeah. You know that that's my recommendation. But I've been going all over with mine, and um, you know it, it it does help. It really does help you know. And same with like just getting in your car and you know oh, turning yeah. off your. Sh- your screen and, and, and turning off the Bluetooth. I'm actually, I have a, a Jeep Cherokee at the 2016 and I went to the car dealership and asked them if there was some way that they could deactivate any of the wireless components that are not essential. Yeah. And, and they said it was, it was a difficult choice to make because some of the systems are connected. So if I wanted to deactivate the Bluetooth and some of those other things that I don't use, um, then there was also concerns that some of the other um, information, uh, I can't even remember what systems that they were talking about, but there was some systems that were essential to the car, to the operation, because everything's digitized now, that it would interfere with that and make it unsafe. And I don't know if that was true or if they were, you know, so I don't even know where I can take my car. This is at the dealership, but who can I talk to about having systems deactivated in my car? You know what? You know? If, 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 you, if you can't get the right I'm answer, thinking maybe people if, should. Oh, okay. Just before, if you can't get the right answer, we always look for somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm looking yeah. at. So yeah. Yeah. I was going to say about the car thing. The problem, you guys, is they're trying to get us out of our cars anyway. However, if you're still driving a car, and if you can, I would think maybe try to get an older car that you know whatever. But then it might be harder to get those fixed, you know, later because of how, like, everything is so connected is Carolyn was seeing. And that's another yeah. problem because they want you to get out of your cars, but they also want to punish you if you drive. Well, you, you can't have your car the way you want. This is the latest technology, and your car won't even operate unless you are on board with this. And this is how right. they're going to translate every part of your life, right? Your children yep. in school, uh, your cars, your appliances, um, your food. Mm-hmm. Everything is being put into this agenda to control every human being. It's crazy. Right. It's insane. Yeah, you try to, you try to be, uh, you know, self-sufficient and have a garden yeah. and a farm and all that, and something will come up and it will prevent you from doing that. Just like they're yep. trying to, you know, do away with small businesses. They're making it really hard yeah. for anyone to run a small business right. because they don't want small businesses. So, yeah. Well, thank you. Do you guys want to get... Do you guys want to get into talking about how 5G is um, related to chemtrails and HARP? Uh, no, but uh, but thanks so much for letting me part of the show. I got another event to go to, but I love this show. Okay, I, I would contribute more, but uh, I got you on your no YouTube worries. channel, and thanks for talking to Mark and the other guests. Uh, it would be really neat to connect with you somehow, all three of us, so Great, I can Jay. keep track of what's going on. So maybe I'll go all through right, Carol yeah, for that one, Carolyn for that. All right. Thanks for being a great caller, Jay. You're welcome. You take care. Bye-bye, Jay. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Good night. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Carolyn, if you want to talk about uh, go into more detail about chemtrails or, uh, you know, we we have, you know, about 20, yeah. uh, j- just over 20 minutes left. Uh, you, you know, we can get into, um, you, you know, all this nefarious stuff that we've been talking about for an hour and a half and you know who developed it you know uh, we can get into that as well so uh, you know go, go ahead if you want to 
uh, touch more on uh, the uh, uh, chemtrails. Go, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just curious how much um, Noreen, you, and, and anyone else, you know, uh, has looked. I, it seems to me like if you're aware of this kind of thing like 5G, then most likely you're aware of um, the chemtrails and HARP and weather control and all that kind of stuff. And so, I mean, it seems like a lot of people know that, that HARP and, and chemtrails are used together to control weather, such as, you know, California wildfires, hurricanes, you know, the drought. They can do a lot. They can cause, you know. The never-ending uh, winter. Yes, exactly. But, you know, even mm-hmm. socioeconomic warfare, really, you know, um, by, you know, causing a drought where our, all our produce comes from. I mean, you know, that's, that's warfare right there. Uh, <clears throat> but it also can be used to control populations. So, you know, we know that there are metals and such up in the chemtrails that they're spraying, and we know that they get charged up when they turn on the Harper arrays, and they, we know that they can direct and steer hurricanes with, you know, space-based or, or, or craft, you know, air, airplane-based um, lasers and such, and they can direct the hurricane to go wherever they want. And so, you know, the other thing is that some people are saying that there are nanotech particles called smart dust up there as well. And that's connected to the 5G because if we inhale the smart dust, then we are literally connected to the grid. And that's an area that scares the heck out of me. And I'm not sure, you know, if, if that's the plan for it or whatnot. But I have seen that, yes, indeed, there is smart dust. And they've, they've pretty much pretty well defined it and, and all that in most of the, you know, reputable journals that, that they've acknowledged that it's there. And so I just was wondering if you guys had any information on, on smart dust and, and how that is, you know, could easily play into the whole get everybody into the smart cities and everybody's got smart dust and, and they could be controlled almost like a, a programmed biological life form. Have you guys got anything on that? Um, I, I... No. I really, uh, Noreen, do you? I, I have some other comments uh, on, on a related topic, but uh, Noreen, do, do you have a insight into that? Um, I don't know a lot of fine detail about it, but I've heard about how, yeah, Wi-Fi or 5G can activate particles that she was, uh, she brought up, Carolyn, said, such as bots, I don't know if that's a general term, bots, yeah. Um, particles Uh that, um, yeah, and and the danger about that, too, is that I'm kind of thinking that goes into our water, our air, our water, and our food system as well. So then what's happening, I'm kind of thinking in a really weird way, like we breathe, we drink, and then we eat, and then Uh we're taking, not only are we being beamed by the Wi-Fi onto the body, but we're in our body because it's infiltrating these natural things that we take into our body for our nutri- nutrient and our sustaining um, capability, and yet we're being it, it, it's running us inside. So I'm thinking this is a, another way to control people from almost a vir- virtual reality point. It's yeah. really bizarre. Yeah. yeah, and they even kind of uh, disclosed that a little bit in the show called uh, the movie called Gamer. I don't know if you ever saw that. But it was basically back when the when the Sims video game was out, 
and they came out with the show called Gamer. It was a movie. And, um, you know, the premise of it was people um, would become characters in the uh, virtual reality that there was a controller on the, out, on the outside. And then uh, the people who were in the game were in this arena area of a city or whatnot. And the controllers could make the people do whatever they wanted, you know, with their control, just like a video game. And uh, at the end, when the one the one guy goes into the game to try to save his wife or girlfriend, whatever she was, and at the end they show that the, that all the, the people who were in the game were were had smart dust, you know, nanotech inside them, and that's what allowed the controllers to be able to control them. And it was just like, oh my God, it was just one of those moments where you're like, that's exactly what they're talking about when they're talking about smart dust, you know, it's just. It's really scary. But um, anyway, well, I just was curious on whether you guys were up on that at all because more people are talking about it, and I haven't researched it, so I just I don't really know enough about it. Carolyn, the chemtrails isn't my uh, forte, but I I do have a related comment uh, uh, about – you know, like the uh, frack pads and the stuff that can blow off of those, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, it does show up. Yeah, the billowing clouds just show up on FLIR cameras. Uh, yeah, the clouds aren't only going to just the borders of the frack pads and they dissipate. They're mm. Uh, spreading out, you know, uh, at some point they're going to land uh, on the grass. You know, the cows are eat, eating the grass. We drink the milk, and it's you know, there's radiation you know, coming from the uh, frack pads and all kinds of other chemicals. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, all, all that is go, going out into the environment as well. It, it's you know, basically uh, uh, similar to the chemtrail idea, but it's much uh, lower to the ground. It doesn't really go out into the atmosphere. So uh, you know, I've smelled it. You know, when flaring's gone on, uh-huh. it, it's, uh-huh. it's staying closer to the ground. Yeah, it's more localized, but it still gets into the food chain for sure. Yeah, and yeah. You, you know, no, uh, no one uh, con- considers that. It's just you know, uh, you know, we just need to do this for America's energy independence, and yeah. gas prices the, are still going yeah. up. The price of doing but, but, business, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but but exactly. then but then after the pad is fracked, and you know, it's it's still you know the Pumps need to uh, get get the gas uh, pumped through the pipelines to the compressor stations. That you know, t- takes it all down to you know, the uh, ports along the coast, and it's going to be sent overseas. So, so where's the energy independence? And then mm-hmm. you, know, the, you still get the solar panels running the frack pads. Oh, so, so the solar panels actually work. Uh, right. But but we're still being convinced that 
you know, we're doing the patriotic duty of using, uh, you know, yeah, or, or gas, uh, yeah. Dr- yeah, drilled right here in the United States. I know. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't even. I can't even look at fracking. I'm like anti-fracking, no matter what. I am just not. It's it's such a polluting industry. It's worse than. It's worse than anything else that we're doing to try to get oil. It's just, I don't know. But I wanted to talk about another thing, too, I um, before we get too late here. Um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with Simon Parks since we were talking about the U.K. earlier. But Simon Parks um, uh, is a, uh, a, a extraterrestrial contactee, and his parents were in MI6. So he's, got, he's pretty well connected. And uh, on one of his recent shows uh, he has a youtube channel that he does regular shows on and i think in march sometime he had one he was talking about chemtrails because you know people over here were hearing about chemtrails being used to help fight global warming and such and he was saying that's all a lot of crap that that's not has anything to do with it and that it really has to do with detecting ufos entering our airspace um whether they're just flying in or if they're just coming out of, like, say, fourth dimension. And I had never heard anyone talk about chemtrails in this way before, so that's why I'm bringing it up because it's interesting about, and it's yeah. related to 5G. Uh, what he said was that when when we have the, the metal uh, particulates up there with the chemtrails, if a UFO comes into the airspace, especially if it comes in from another dimension, uh, normally without the chemtrails, um, it's, our radar can't detect the ones coming in from another dimension, say. But if we have the chemtrails there, when they come in from the dimension, it leaves a donut ring um, type of shape. It disturbs the, the particulates in the chemtrail. And that it can be picked up on the radar. So the radar is actually looking at the particulates that are up there because of the chemtrail. And then when they see uh, an anomaly like this little donut ring appear on the radar, then they know that a uh, a UFO just came into our dimension today. And I thought that was interesting. And he and his point of it was that it, it is so bad for the environment that it's actually contributing to global warming, not helping it uh, because it traps the heat in under, you know, underneath that level. So the, the heat comes in and stays, it can't dissipate. Just like on a clear night, it's colder than a cloudy night. You know, the heat stays uh-huh. trapped under the clouds. So anyway, right. um, but what he was saying was that Russia, instead of using chemtrails, Russia uses a plasma-based technology, which I haven't researched yet, so I don't know how to explain it to you. But it is not harmful to the environment, all manner of UFOs, whether they're coming in from another dimension or, or elsewise. And I just thought that was interesting because I'm, you know, that's one of the areas I'm looking to, to study a little bit more um, from the 5G side because I'm. I'm just curious. I've heard another um, couple of interesting uh, uses for 5G that that you don't hear mainstream because they're paranormal-like. But um, uh, one of the people um, has a uh, website. His name's Cliff High. He's been on a bunch of interviews this year, and he's been going around telling everyone that um, the 5G, uh, like the TSA scanners and stuff, that 5G was developed. Uh, not just for the military, for, you know, the obvious directed energy weapons purposes, but apparently the 5G technology can also be used to analyze DNA. And, you know, you'll notice recently we've had this uptake in, 
and genetic family trees and stuff and get your genetics known and all that you see on, on ancestry DNA or whatever it is. And, and he was saying that these, a lot of the 5G equipment is actually looking for alien human hybrids that, are, that yes, the, you know, the telecommunication thing is, is usable and whatnot, but that that may not be the primary purpose and that they're actually looking for alien uh, human hybrids with this technology. And I have not heard anyone else say this except for Cliff High, but he's, been, he's being interviewed by a, a bunch of people, including like Richard Dolan, who everybody knows, you know, from the ufology uh-huh. community. So I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting, and I, I want to do some more research on the chemtrail thing, but also on this whole idea that uh, some of the higher biotech industries have been using microwave technology to analyze DNA. And I, you know, I'm just starting to look into that. I haven't had enough time because I've been working with the government issue and <laughs> the 5G thing. But I, I just thought that was interesting. And, and it comes right full circle then if you look at, the, um, you know, the reported, uh, 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 what do they call it, exchange program that our government and our uh, Department of Defense and NASA had supposedly with extraterrestrial races from the Zeta Reticuli system. And according to a number of authors who've researched and written books on the subject, um, all of those directed energy weapons came from extraterrestrial races. They were not, um, you know, discovered here. Yes. They're, they're, They're looking for the haploid X group among other things, um, because is? they are um, <clears throat> the government. Um, oh, haploid okay. group X is, is if uh, you, you go back in history, theoretically, and, and of course I'm not an expert on this, but um, I have done a lot of reading on it, and, and apparently those who were survivors of Atlantis um, uh-huh. had the haploid X, and wherever they... Um, Escape to when when the three different destructions took place um, happens to be exactly where the haploid X group is, and the there there are some philosophies that believe that the Atlanteans um, were actually extraterrestrials. Oh yeah, so oh, I believe that totally. Yeah, and and the, wow, the haploid cool. group X is and and it's it's the Iroquois. And and it's in the places that you would expect. It's in the Iroquois nation, you know, in North America. It's in South America. It's in Egypt, and it's in one other place. And I can't remember where 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 there are large groupings of it. So you know, of course, oh. when, when I got my twenty three and me, I, I went right away to see if I was a haploid group X. I'm not. That's funny. Well, that just you know, it's that that whole biometrics thing, you know, getting your gene, your genetics tested. I'm like, oh, you know, we're being data mined on everything. Now we're going to be data mined on our origins, and that's just that's kind of scary. <laughs> so, what do you think scary. about that, though? Do you think that 5G could really be? They could be looking like why? Why would they? I mean, maybe it's just an, an ancillary thing that's like you know, kind of just like an added benefit. But do you think that it's part of the design for the 5G is and why are they so you know looking for these these particular Well they are groups. going they're, you... they're going into they're going into depopulation 
They're looking mm-hmm. to isolate certain groups and and bring others to the fore. So, yeah, I think this is a time when, you know, centuries, thousands of years later, they are looking to regather the group that, that was originally here. Yes, I believe that's exactly what they're doing. Oh, wow. Okay, because I haven't heard any other uh, researchers other than Cliff High you know, talking about this, and he didn't even get into it to the level that you just mentioned with the with the uh, what they call it haploid X, haploid group X, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, I, yeah, uh, I I'm just getting into it. Yeah, I see we have six minutes left here, huh? Yeah, and I, yeah, I I think maybe we need to do a little bit of reading on s- s- some of these, uh, you know last minute thoughts we've been throwing out there and you know, we're going to have to reconvene in a few months Definitely. and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, to discuss our findings. Uh, you know, we had, you know, J- Jay was, you know, it went from like being a caller to a guest. So that, yeah, <laughs> that was, that was, was nice great. having him. <laughs> and yeah, it was a really sharp, 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 uh, uh, caller, you know, glad, glad he was uh, part of the show. But you know, we, you know, there's so many interesting things uh, about all this technology. Uh, you know, we're getting into zeta reticuli stuff, and you know, the depopulate. You know, just do, consider doing this again in, in a few months. One last thing I wanted to say um, really quickly, since we're talking about depopulation, it is interesting to me that the elites, whoever is in charge of this agenda, right, I'm thinking they're going to go off onto uh, their own little islands, because there's many islands in the world, right, especially in the Pacific Ocean, right. that they can go off and isolate themselves in, you know, very particular ways from the dangers while the rest of humanity dies. I'm, I mean, this is the only way I'm thinking of or they could go underground, too, as well, right, or whatever. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. There, there oh, are yeah. different ways they could to go escape, under, and this is what's interesting. Absolutely. They could go no, underground. They could go, go off to the planet. moon. Yeah, yeah I don't I think they're going to stay here. They're, they're going off planet. They're packing for Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, I really appreciate you all having me on and uh, giving me a chance to get people out there talking 5G, and there's so many areas, uh, you know, you could really have quite the conversation, and it doesn't just have to be the negative health effects, you know, and I, I think the more people talk about it, the more the solutions are going to come to the foreground, And because if you want to stay positive, you have to talk solutions, otherwise people are just going to get depressed and crawl in a hole somewhere, you know. Yeah, and, it, you know, we only have, you know, say, uh, close to three minutes, uh, maybe under three minutes left. And uh, Noreen, do you want to tell, tell everyone where they can listen to your show? And Carolyn, then uh, uh, mention your YouTube site and anything else. Do you have uh, upcoming appearances? Yeah, real quickly, because I don't have much. I'm sure Carolyn has much more to share about that. I just have a show on Revolution Radio, and that would be. Um, Studio A, because there's two studios, A and B, and uh, mine is called Wild at Heart with Noreen Helpand, and um, I'm in Pacific Standard Time, so for me it's 9 to 11, but Eastern Standard Time, excuse me, is a default um, time for this uh, 
all the shows that come out of Rev Radio because it's in Kentucky. So that would be um, about midnight Tuesday for um, Eastern Standard Time uh, for that show. And I have a YouTube, but I don't load up much, but I might be doing that in, later on. Um, I have a Facebook under Noreen Helpan. I also have email, norkeo at gmail.com if you want to contact me too. So that's about it for that. Okay. And Carolyn? Yeah, um, uh, right now I just have my YouTube channel. Um, I've been doing uh, lectures and presentations the past few years um, on a range of topics, but the last year has been focused only on 5G and just getting, you know, into the awareness mode and talking to local people. So um, my email address is, um, is uh, let's see, cdlarock at metrocast.net. And uh, I think I have that on my YouTube channel somewhere, too, that people can reach me there. And most of my videos on the YouTube channel at the end, um, they have a list of resources and references and also contact information for me. But um, most, of the, most of what I'm doing is in the New England area right now. So that's where I'm focused. But you can certainly contact me anytime and, um, you know, have a conversation or an email conversation and, and I do send out a lot of links to people who contact me that are trying to get information or now that we have some good example urgency ordinance language that we can share that are coming out from different communities. That's kind of been a big one. And then um, the solutions are huge. Everybody wants to know what they can do. So that I'm trying to put a lot of that on my YouTube channel right now. And it's just my name, Carol and LaRock. <laughs> All right. Thanks, okay. Mark. It, it, uh, uh, th- thank you, Carolyn and Noreen. Hey, and uh, Barbara has a uh, show tomorrow night with Ross Hamilton, and we'll be back uh, next Tuesday afternoon. I think it's 2 to 4 with Ahmed Osman discussing yeah, the Egyptian origins <laughs> of King David and the Temple of Solomon. <laughs> Time to say goodnight, Mark. Oops. Night. Sorry. Good night, Mark. Good night. Good night.